Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into the voice of the faith and work movement. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Welcome to I Work For Him. Wow, we got a power pack couple for the for you guys today. But before we get to that, Martha always has something she wants to tell you. <laughs> I do. And you know what? We haven't talked lately about being on Facebook. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're not already following I Work For Him, take an opportunity next time you're out there, which I know will be soon because everybody, um, the national average, I don't remember what the numbers are, but you're spending time on Facebook each and every day. So more than likely, um, go ahead and go out and find I Work For Him and follow us so you can keep up with where we're going, who we've talked to, maybe see a picture if you're just like, oh, I just can't. You know, we are visual people, and we know that. So, Of course, what you want to do is look at a picture of me. That's exactly right, Jim. So they can go to our Facebook page and follow us. I like having a picture of you. That's so nice. Okay, you're telling people to follow us. Yeah, okay, I on love Facebook. It. But they can follow us on Instagram too, right? Oh, there's lots of other ones. I just, that was what I, I was I know, but I love that. It's, what, it's just anywhere they want to find out about us, they just need to type in, I work, the number four, him, on the Google or any other of the search mechanisms out there, and they're going to find us, aren't they? They sure should. All right. So our couple today, imagine knowing your calling when you're a kid. I mean, imagine knowing your gifting from God when you're a kid and being so solid in it that even when you're not a kid anymore, you're still exactly where the Lord put you when you were a kid. And also on the other side of it, imagine... The only way you ever heard about Jesus was because somebody from work invited you to a Bible study. Mm. Well, that's the story today of Gil and Mary Ann Markarian. These guys have an incredible story. Mary Ann, a professional singer who just had a, 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 a hit song on, in the country realm, and Gil, who grew up never even knowing that he had any sin in his life, came to Christ because somebody from work invited him to a Bible study. Mm-hmm. It's really a pretty incredible story. It really is. And it's just one of those great examples of um, an I work for him moment where somebody in business, um, I don't think they worked together, but they collaborated. They were business people together, um, you know, invited him along and said, hey, Gil, why don't you come to this? And he'll say, I don't even know why I agreed. But that's when we know that the Lord's at work and what he did, the story you're going to hear is incredibly impactful and only God. So you look around you as you're at work today, or maybe you're in your car on your way home, you look, you get into your neighborhood, look around you. Who could you invite to your local Bible study? Oh yeah, it requires you to be involved in a local Bible study. Every one of us as Christ followers needs to get in a small group. You'll listen to I Work For Him as we broadcast a show in coordination with God at Work on God.tv. Check out that TV show and stay tuned for the rest of I Work For Him. We'll be right back. Your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, hey, hey, wait a minute. Have you ever prepared yourself for your daily workplace missions trip? January of 2020, we invite you to join Martha and I on our very first I Work For Him Marketplace missions trip. The trip takes place in your workplace the last two weeks of January. Here to tell us more is Mike Henry from Follower of One. Hey, Mike, this is the final week that our listeners can get signed up for our I Work For Him Marketplace missions trip. What will people experience on this trip and where can you get signed up? We're so excited. Let's get people going. Let's get them signed up, Mike. 
Yeah, I'm excited to get them going too. They're going to see God working in their life and in the lives of the people they see every day. For the two weeks of the mission trip, we encourage people to daily remember to pray for people, appreciate others, and serve others. We also provide some coaching about how to respond to others if they ask you to explain what you're doing. And we help you develop a service mindset that God uses to transform your workplace and your marketplace. Learn more and sign up using the link at iworkforhim.com forward slash events. Thanks, Mike. To join us on our I Work For Him Marketplace missions trip to your workplace, go to iworkforhim.com forward slash events. That's iworkforhim.com forward slash events. Start 2020 with a missionary-focused, ministry-driven attitude in your workplace. iworkforhim.com forward slash events. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him. So excited for you to meet this couple today that we are going to talk to. Gil and Marianne Markarian. These guys have a story we want you to hear. Martha, before we do that, I want to make sure people know, how do they get our podcast? Where do they go for our podcast again? Um, well, they can go to all, pretty much all the different platforms. So they can look for I Work For Him podcast on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Out, Overcast. You don't really want me to list them all, right? No, I don't. But but I work for him.com. Everywhere. We have them listed there. They can go. If they just go to I, just type in on any of their podcast places, I work, the number for him, they can get access mm-hmm. to those things. All right. You know, when I went to college, I got an IT degree in programming. Why? Because someone told me that the future was in computers. So I got the degree. Was it a good fit? <laughs> Probably not. God had a way. God has a way, and he had a way different plan for me. But the path leading to this radio show was a windy one with sales always at the forefront made possible through relationships. Our guests today. Well, at least one of them got started out as an accountant, but ended up being a business owner and a ministry leader, not the typical outlets for an accountant personality. His bride has known since childhood exactly what God called her to be, a singer-songwriter. Our guests today are Gil and Marianne Markarian. Welcome to I Work For Him. Thank Aww, you, Jim. Thank and you, Jim and Martha. Great to be with we're you. We're excited to have yes. you guys here and to hear your stories. I, I, Marianne, we're going to start with you because you've known since you were a kid what God called you to do. Absolutely. I think I came out of the womb singing. <laughs> well, <laughs> I that's love a nice pleasure video, for every mom. If there was yeah. video of that, that yeah. would be amazing. Yeah, well, there isn't. But anyway, maybe when we get to heaven. My, my uh, father was a I meant the pastor. singing coming right out of the womb thing. That was a bit Right. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, it was probably more in this, more like crying, I guess. But whatever. Uh, my parents were, um, my father pastored a church. And so I just grew up in a Christian environment and loved God. And I remember when I was eight years old, I had been writing music. I went to this piano teacher. And she would encourage me um, I, because every time I would come, she would have her little assignment of what mm-hmm. I needed to play on the piano. But I'd also bring some new little song I had written. And she was so excited mm. about it. She'd say, oh, okay, let's play our music first and then play me your special song you wrote. Every single week I wrote wow. new songs. And so it was just natural for me. I thought this was just what everybody did. And so <laughs> when I was eight, I actually gave a concert, a full concert. It was in my garage with all my little friends in the neighborhood. I love it. And my mother made Kool-Aid and fresh cookies, and I charged them a dime. I said, hey, if you're coming in to listen 
listen to my music, you're going to have to pay something. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Your first paid gig at eight. Unbelievable. <laughs> yep, in my garage. Wow, and Gil, you jumped onto that train. Look at oh, that. Oh, yeah. Wow. I like a woman that makes money. That's right. (laughs) There you go. So then how did that lead to where you are today? And what? tell everybody what you do today. Um, I'm a Christian contemporary singer and songwriter. Mm -hmm. And I'm on my eighth CD. It's called Miracles. Mm. And there's 15 original new songs. Now, when I was in Nashville recording, my producer was like, what are you doing? You can't put 15 songs on a CD. This is crazy. Mm. And they, we just, I just kept writing and saying, let's add this song and let's do that song. Well, we ended up with 15 songs, wow. which is unusual. Uh-huh. But the songs are all about different things. One of the songs that went to the top of the charts is called Live Grateful. And we live in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you probably on television saw that terrible flood we had yeah. called Harvey. Yeah. And yeah, um, what's 60 inches of rain between friends? Right. <laughs> right. Oh my it was terrible. really, Hurricane. really horrific. And um, we met people that we had never known before mm-hmm. and helped them because there were so many people that lived in 500 and 1,000 year floodplains. So they had no flood insurance. Mm-hmm. So they got wiped out. Their home, their cars. And in one particular case, uh, this family, they were caterers and they were getting everything from their home. They were making it all there. Mm -hmm. So they even wiped out their business and they had no insurance. So we ended up helping them and they were very, very grateful. And this song came out as as a um, result, Live Grateful. And isn't it true we need to live grateful no matter what we go through? Yes. And so... um, It's interesting because I was in prayer about this CD, and I felt like the Lord spoke to me and told me, I want you to take this out on the country charts. (laughs) I thought God had lost his mind. (laughs) What is he doing? We've had those conversations before. (laughs) Yeah. So this was a total 180 from where, you know, usually I'm on Christian, contemporary, and uh, Mm -hmm. this is, uh, and we still go to churches and conferences and so forth. But God really blessed that song, and it ended up going to number one on the country charts, which was really exciting. And now we have another one called Hats, which is about women's lives, how many hats we wear and how busy we are. It's a real cute little song, but it talks about the Lord, too. Wow. So anyway, wrote a song about the Wonder Woman complex. That's that's fantastic. I can't wait to listen to it. I can't wait to tell. There's a ministry that... So let's tell our listeners, if this has got them kind of going, but I want to hear this, how can they um, find you? Do you have a website? Yes. You can go to www.maryannmarkarian. Okay. That's spelled M-A-R-K-A-R-I-A-N.com. So maryannmarkarian.com. Excellent. And of course, it's on iTunes and Mm -hmm. Apple. You name it. It's it's out there. You can find my music. Going on to the country charts, though. That was almost like the answer to a prophetic experience that you had as a youngster, as a young lady. You would have been approached by somebody to say, hey, I want to take you out of the country channel. That's well, true. That's true. The number one singer at the time in country, um, their person that had taken them all the way to the top had approached me and heard me sing and said, listen, we want to work with you and we want to take you to the top. So I was all excited. Who wouldn't be? You'd be crazy out of your mind not to be excited about that. I mean, it's going to be life-changing. And uh, so we begin sitting down and, and discussing this and, you know, to do contracts and so forth. And then he said to me, now, I just want to clarify, you're not going to be able to sing any Christian music. It's all going to be country music. 
And right at that moment, you know, sometimes there's just a moment in your life you've got to make a decision mm-hmm. for Christ, whether it costs you everything or it costs nothing. And God is watching. And at that moment, I just looked right back at this very powerful man. And I told him, I'm sorry, but I will not be able to fulfill that contract because I have to sing about the Lord. He's my life. Mm -hmm. And you know, life doesn't last forever. Nobody gets out of here alive. So what we do for Christ is the only thing that's really going to last. And so that's why I had determined it. So it's just interesting that years later, here God puts my Christian music, my godly music, on country radio. Did you send a copy of that to that agent? <laughs> oh, that would be a great no, idea. Why not? Right? Look at just this. so you know that God... You can sing honor, Christian yeah, music you, on you, country. You need to send them that. That's, no, so that's a great great idea. to celebrate. Now, Gil, you're an accountant. Okay, you married a, yes. a, a music star. Accountant's like the typ- typical person if you're an accountant is somebody that stays in a, in a room. They're not super... You know, they like... They're quiet. They like things that are predictable, like numbers. Right. You married into a crazy world. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, really. So how do you how do you reconcile all that? I mean, the love of numbers I get. I'm a numbers guy. But an accountant married to a music star, you guys have gone places you never imagined. Yes, it's it's true. You know, I I would have never imagined that my life would have taken these turns and these adventures and they've been phenomenal uh i married the greatest woman she's just more beautiful inside than outside but for me business was was sort of my life i I love business and so then from accounting i went into sales and marketing and that's when i really started to i want to say um hit some home runs and and so sales and marketing were great for me and i had moved to houston texas and i was single at the time and so i was out with all my my buddies and just having a good time running uh all, all different places and and as we as I look back at places that I probably shouldn't have been and um one day some friends of mine invited me to go to a bible study now I've never been to a bible study in my life I just started a new business just bought my new BMW just uh, I mean everything was going phenomenal but something told me to go to this bible study and so long story short I went to the bible study I looked around. It was at someone's home. So I looked around. There were about 20 women and 10 men. I thought, okay, well, the odds are good here because I'm <laughs> single, right? It's good. It's a good and, place. Yeah, so it's a good place. I'm safe. And uh, then the uh, person that was sharing the Bible study that night was very prophetic. And so I noticed that when he was praying for people, sometimes they would laugh, sometimes they would cry. I could see these emotions. Mm-hmm. Something was happening before our eyes because he would pray for the people right in the middle of the living room. And I thought, oh, wow, this is really pretty exciting. But I, I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure how it works. I'm not sure. And then he said, okay, young man, now it's your turn. And when, when I sat in the chair and he started to pray for me, he started to hit all these buttons in my life, tell me all these things about my life that no one knew. Mm. Not my mother, not my father, my very close family. No one knew, just me and God. And I said, oh, my gosh, this is real. Wow. And so he gave me a prophetic word. I went home that night. I got on When my you knees. say that, explain what you mean. Prophetic word. He spoke truth about you and spoke truth into you that was totally applicable to you that nobody could possibly know except for God. Right. That's the prophetic word. Right. Yeah, the prophetic word is when someone's speaking to you and inside your heart you know that this is real. You know that it's the truth. And, uh, you know, 
just just things about your life that you've never told anyone you know mm -hmm. and and uh you know we all think and dream about different things and so he was talking about those things and i'm like how would he know this mm -hmm. only god could tell him this mm -hmm. and so i went home that night i got on my knees and it was the first night jim that i realized i was a sinner the first night and i said jesus I don't know, can you forgive me for all these sins? I realized that all these things I was doing with my buddies and going here and there, these were sins. And so I asked for forgiveness for my sins, and I said, come into my heart, be my Lord, be my Savior, help me. And the next morning I woke up and I felt the weight of the world was off my shoulders. Wow. I felt as light as a butterfly. I looked out the window and the, the sky was bluer than blue that day and the tree, the leaves were greener than green. I knew something happened, but I didn't know what happened to mm -hmm. me. And all I did was I, I, I had the prophetic word. My friends gave it to me on, on a tape. In those days, it was uh -huh. a, a little uh, cassette, cassette tape. tape. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and my kids wouldn't understand that when they hear the broadcast. But, <laughs> but, you, <laughs> but you know what eight-track tapes are too. Things. We heard of those. We things. don't know yeah. what they That's are. Right. Yeah. So, so I got all excited. I mean, something was happening. I was all excited. So I called my friends. I said, "Hey, can I go to another Bible study?" So, that started my life of walking with Christ, accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and being filled with the Holy Spirit and, and the power of God. Wow. So, so, so real quickly, my folks, they lived in Massachusetts. I was in Houston. They thought something happened to our son. He's in a cult or something. So they came down <laughs> to visit me, right? So they came down. They're staying with me for a month. They okay. really wanted they to make sure. They could just come visit for a weekend. Yeah, they're, they're coming down for the month. They're going to they're going to get me out of it the came cult. in winter time of course of course they wanted to get out yeah, yeah. so 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 uh i was involved with full gospel businessmen's mm. fellowship international so they said hey gilbert Mark so i invited my parents to a full gospel dinner they came they enjoyed it it was great uh and then they announced at the dinner that gilbert mark Carrion is going to share his testimony for the first time on saturday mm. and so my mother's like and it's only for men well my mother was really mad she was like okay i don't understand <laughs> why i can't go hear my son right? right but she told my father you have to go and he's like yeah 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 i'll go no she goes you're gonna go to that meeting with him you're gonna go so long story short saturday comes around my father uh comes to the meeting with me and all these men are there. I share my testimony for the first time, and I say, listen, everyone has a little hole in their heart, something missing. And I tried to fill it with all these other things, drinking, partying, and stuff. But if you're here today and you have that hole in your heart and you want to fill it with Jesus like I did. When you come, when we come back with Gil and Mary Ann Markarian, you'll get to hear what happens next. You listen to I Work For Him as we talk today with Gil and Mary Ann Markarian. they got great stories. We're talking the arts and accounting today. The arts and accounting. How does God bring a singer, songwriter, artist together with an accountant and they change the world together? There's got to be a reason for that. Hey, this is all courtesy of a partnership with God at Work TV, which you can find out on the Direct TV network. There's a channel, God TV. Check it out, God TV, or online at God.tv. Gil, you're in the middle of the story. You're speaking at the Full Gospelman's Business Saturday breakfast yes. thing, and you're asking them the question, hey, if you got a hole in your heart, what are you going to fill it with? Yes, and, and, and all these men were there, about 20 men, and they knew And it, your dad. And my dad, and they knew it was my dad. And so I said, okay, well, if you want to fill your heart with Jesus— and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, stand up. 
and all these guys were waiting, and my father stood up. Wow. And all the guys started crying. Yeah. And so I got to pray the prayer of salvation with my father for the first time when I shared my first testimony ever, and he accepted Christ. What a fantastic that awesome. that is beautiful. How'd your mom respond to that? Okay, good question. So 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 now we go we're going home, right? We're driving home and I said to my dad, Okay, are you gonna tell mom? Because my mom was a very strong willed woman, right? And uh he said, No, I'm not gonna tell her. <laughs> I said, Well, I'm not gonna tell her, you're gonna have to He said, No, I'm not gonna tell her. So as soon as we opened the door to my place, my mother was sitting there drinking coffee and she saw us of course, walking in, uh-huh. and she's pointed to my husband, and she said, something happened to you today. I can see it all over you. Something's happened. What happened to you today? Oh, there was no denying uh-huh. it. I mean, she, she she had this, I want to use the word, special. Well, she's a, she's a woman. She yeah. hears from God. Yeah. That's just part of the deal. You know, so how did she respond to the gospel message? Well, well, we, we, we took her to, we, took, we ended up going to a big, uh, another big event. Mm-hmm. crusade and long story short she she was at the crusade she heard the music she heard the call of salvation she didn't answer it at that moment but at the end of the crusade i was saying god my mother's here you gotta save her and so anyway at the end of the crusade my friends were the crusade directors and stuff and they came over to my mom and they said do you know jesus and she said no my husband does and my son does and I, and I think now it's time for me. And so my friends got to pray salvation with my mom. And then they laid hands on her. And she went out in the spirit. That's <laughs> fantastic. And she was like, oh, this is beautiful. She was like. <laughs> wow, aren't you glad they came to visit and you? It, yes. And That's it, amazing. It all started with one guy from work inviting you to a Bible study. Yes. All right, last question because we only have a couple minutes left. You yeah. guys travel all over the place. Marianne, you're famous. You, you sing. You're writing songs. How are you guys keeping your marriage fresh? Because you go from, you, I mean, you represent the entire spectrum, an accountant and a singer-songwriter. How are you keeping your marriage fresh? And business fresh? sales and all that business other stuff, sales, too. But, but, so. but, 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 <laughs> yeah. but, but you had, okay, how are you keeping your marriage fresh when you got all this other people all around you all the time? You know what? We just love being together. Yes. We, and it's really love. Ministry together. We're best friends. We minister together. Uh, and we pray together. Mm. I really think that's one of the biggest keys. And we read the word together. Everything we do, we do together. Uh, we have two very healthy, great kids, 21 and 19. They're getting both ready yes. to graduate they from keep college us grounded. and university. <laughs> uh, we just have a really close-knit family. But we have times where we uh, pray together every day. We read the word together. And we just share hearts. And I think if you keep your relationship honest and mm-hmm. open and full of God's love, that mm. you can have a strong marriage. You, you never even said it. So in this Bible study, where there was 20 women and 10 men, is that where you met Mary Ann eventually? No, no. She lived in Oklahoma, and, and I lived in Houston, Texas, but I rescued her. I brought her from, tech, from Oklahoma <laughs> to Texas. Now, we'll all, have to and, hear and, another story. All the somewhere. people in Oklahoma just called and said, what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> I love Oklahoma. <laughs> MaryAnnMarkarian.com. Right? Yes. 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 All right. Gil and Marianne, thank you so much for being an I Work for Him today. Pleasure. Sharon, just a little of your story. I know it's just a little piece, but we're grateful. Make sure you check out Marianne online. You can listen to her sing. You've been listening to I Work for Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. It's yours, too. But ultimately, I I work work for him. Him. 
Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iWorkForHim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iWorkForHim and online iWorkForHim.com. I work the number four, him.com.